0: Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious weekend in the state of Texas. Hey, I think high school football has started this week. Some schools may have started last week. I don't know, but I think a lot of the, your, um, your first games of the year for Texas football have started at the high school level. That's a big deal. You know, we talk a little bit about that. Even though we talk about faith, family, and freedom, sometimes we squeeze in another F called football this time of year. And so college football is kicking off, I think, pretty soon. We've seen a lot of things going on in the NFL. And so wherever you are this week, and we hope you're enjoying your weekend, if you're new to the show... We're here every Saturday on the bridge from 12 to 12.30. You can find us online. You can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, and a whole lot of different uh, connection points, if you will, for the radio show. But we talk about the issues of faith, family, and freedom as they pertain to Texas, but in the arenas of the courts, the legislature— in the media, because that's where we focus the work of Texas Values as a nonprofit organization here in the state of Texas. So we've been on the show now. We've been doing the show, gosh, I think um, we're coming up close to three and a half years uh, time runs quickly sometimes when you're having fun and great things are happening. But you know, one of the things that's very key to the work we do is talking about foundational principles. And you know, we talking about the issues of religious liberty and marriage, traditional family, pro life. And then you look at the venues, if you will, of the courts, the legislature, and the media. Those are all based on found foundational principles, constitutional principles uh, that we look at. And so, one of the best organizations out there that drills down on these things and really has been such a part of educating our youth, Christians, and the like in our country is Wall Builders. So we're excited today that we have the president and COO of Wall Builders, Tim Barton, is our guest today on the Texas Values Report. Tim, welcome to our show. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be with you today. Well, Tim is, as I mentioned, is the president and CEO of Wallbuilders. You know, the founder of Wallbuilders is David Barton. You know, this organization is a national pro-family organization that presents America's forgotten history and heroes with an emphasis on religion, moral, and constitutional heritage. Tim is a speaker. He's got a business management background. He also has a minor in biblical studies. He's done a lot of work in churches and have been in a variety of roles, church youth groups, and in quite a few things in the church space, if you will. has been an athletic director, a whole host of things. We might talk a little bit of sports with Tim. But, you know, in his role with Wall Builders, with such an established organization that has a tremendous legacy, but a lot of people may not realize it's based here in Texas. Tim, tell us a little bit about your work at Wall Builders, and then we'll talk to our listeners a little bit more about what's going on here in the state of Texas with your work.
1: Absolutely. We we actually, uh, I think it's worth noting the name Wall Builders, Um, it it, it actually comes from the Bible book of Nehemiah. And and the reason I think it's worth pointing that out is because um, in the last two years, wall builders has taken a different meaning under President Trump, where um, sometimes people think that maybe we have something to do with the southern border and building walls. That's not really who we are and what we do. Um, Our name comes from the Bible book of Nehemiah, and Nehemiah saw the walls uh, of his own nation, Jerusalem, and they had been torn down, And, and, and he just felt terrible and said, we need to rebuild these walls. And we really felt the same call of God on us when we looked at our nation and we saw the religious, the the moral, the constitutional walls of our nation that were under attack and being torn down. And we said we need to rebuild the fabric of those things. And we do that mostly where we spend time focusing on what we call America's forgotten history and heroes. Um, And we we try to bring some of that back to light. And so really what we do is we work at at a variety of of different venues and avenues, whether it be churches or government or politics or schools, education, et cetera, trying to promote those traditional values, um, understanding the Constitution, the Founding Fathers, who they were, what they did, the role of government as outlined by the Founding Fathers and, and kind of laid out in the Constitution. So we really are trying to Bring that back to the forefront of people's minds and attention so we can rebuild what ultimately is the strength of our nation, um, the moral fabric, and the Constitution.
0: Well, look, where you would expect that people would learn these things is in school growing up. You would expect there would be robust curriculum and time spent on these foundational principles. But that's been part of the concern I know from our perspective. I know your father's been involved in that David Barton in really safeguarding and making sure that our students are still being taught these things that are accurate and true and historical. And so we're, you know, a lot of times I think the space that that your organization is is filling that gap and oftentimes doing it better than a lot of other places, maybe public school and other places you see But it's so important because, you know, look, um, I don't know what the public school age now is, excuse me, numbers, I think close to five or six million. The majority of students, they're getting their information from that public school context. I know Wall Builders has had a history of making sure and educating our state board of education members and others when it comes to what's being taught in the public school classroom and or what's being what students are learning at their young age. And that's where they, you know, primarily are going to have these things imprinted on their mind of what America is about and where it started and why it matters today.
1: Yeah, I think when you look at education, the fact that students spend more time in, in their curriculum on Marilyn Monroe than George Washington is, is pretty telling, right? We, we know much of pop culture and we know so little of of our our history, what what is the foundation of our nation? That's why, right, Jonathan? When you look and, and you see young people and college students, and and when they graduate college, the vast majority of of students now are saying they think socialism is a superior form of government. Well, here's the problem: historically, it's just never worked, right? So so we're coming out with ideas and concepts that if we knew history, we would realize those are actually detrimental ideas. Um, Right, you look at Venezuela right now, they're they're in a a food shortage and crisis What's the socialist government. And, And that is generally what happens, and socialism is the first step to communism, and communism is tyrannical and takes away your freedom. Our founding fathers believed that we should be free, right? That the reason they did the Declaration of Independence, that the American Revolution was known as the War for Independence, or they called it almost a civil war for them because they're fighting their own nation, but... Their idea was that rights don't come from the king. They don't come from government. They come from God. They outlined in the Declaration this beautiful philosophy where they explained that, that God has created all men equal, and, and he's endowed those men with certain rights. And, and to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, and their philosophy really rests on – those three principles that that there was a god who created all humanity and it's interesting that they said we're created equal because certainly in that era there, there's not equality if you look under the kings right you have different classes and you have lords and you have nobles and you have the serfs and, and and there's not equality and they said no 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 god made us equal we're humanity we're equal as humans and then they explained that that our rights don't come from the king right god has given us those inalienable rights And the primary function of government is to protect the things God has already given us. Well, this is their philosophy, and yet for most young people today, they're looking at the government to give them things, to do things for them, to solve their problems, instead of realizing the very limited capacity the Founding Fathers actually intended the government to be because as students of history. When you study history, the more power a government gets, the more it tends toward tyranny, toward the usurpation of rights and and taking away those freedoms. And the founding fathers were trying to get out from under that kind of oppression. And that's why they worked very hard to limit the government with the Constitution, only giving it roughly 15 things the federal government can do. And, And today, we just... We don't know what the limitations of government are supposed to be. We don't even know – actually, I think it's, 60, it's 67%, I think, of Americans that can't even identify the three branches of government. Actually, no, it's 62% that can't identify it. But in the 2012 exit polling from the presidential election, it was 67% of people who had just voted for president couldn't even identify the three branches of government.
0: Yeah, that's or troubling. We don't even – that's troubling. Yeah. We're talking with Tim Barton, the president and CEO of Wall Builders. Wall Builders is based here in Texas. They talk about America's godly heritage and a whole host of things that relate to that. If you like what you're hearing, and I bet you do, you can hear more of this from Tim at the Texas Faith Family and Freedom Forum that's coming up next week, September 7th and 8th. Tim will be there on Friday, September 7th. He's going to be talking about the role of the government, if you will, the proper role of the government as it relates to our country and our state. And as it relates to the three branches of government, so that you can get your tickets today at txvalues.org. We actually have a promo code. You can get a little bit of a discount. Use God Bless Texas altogether. God Bless Texas, those three words. And you can hear Tim. He's going to be one of the people kicking off our event. So don't get there late, okay? We start at one o'clock on Friday, and it goes from one to five on Friday, nine to four on Saturday. And we're excited to have him a part of it. Tim, there's some things coming up at the State Board of Education I'm hearing in a couple of weeks. I know your father, your organization has been a part of this effort. The State Board of Education, as many people know, or if you don't know, is an elected body of 15 State Board of Education members, and they have, well, their role's a little bit more limited than it used to, but they still have a role of deciding what type of curriculum goes into our classrooms, and one of the things that's coming up again is a talk about social studies and a talk about what students are going to be learning in the classroom. Uh, What can you tell us about that issue?
1: Well, there's, there's certainly a battle going on for that kind of content with curriculum. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, these are elected people. The, the State Board of Education helps oversee some of that and what's going on. Um, and, and so there, there should be a level of accountability. The problem is most Americans um, don't know what's in curriculum. Right, it, it is one of the challenges with even parenting these days. Um, kids are getting so much information from so many places, and, and parents' lives are so busy. It, it is... studying history, especially American history, right? we we are the busiest we have ever been in American culture. As much of a blessing as technology is, as much of a blessing as it is being in this first world nation with with all these amenities that are provided to us, it's taken up so much time that, that actually parents are so busy most parents have no idea what their kids are being taught in school and what they're not being caught in school and this is again why we would have a state board of education to help oversee and make sure our kids are learning the right things but most adults most voting individuals in society don't even know who these elected board members are. They don't know what positions they hold. They don't know what values they have. And they don't know what they are proposing or suggesting be the curriculum standards. And th- this is why th- these battles for curriculum are such a big deal. I remember um, actually in Oklahoma when we were working with, with their um, state board of education trying to get curriculum stuff taken care of in Oklahoma, one of the battles that came up was over Dr. Martin Luther King. And, and we suggested that as, as the students read the letter from the Birmingham jail, that perhaps we mention this was the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, and he was writing to nine other reverends, challenging and chastising them that they needed to get involved and be a part of the solution, not stand behind their pulpits in safety, etc., and, and and members of the State Board of Education said, oh, no, 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 we, we can't say he's the reverend, um, because that's religion, and you can't have religion in education because there's a separation of church and state. And we said, Well, wait a second, wasn't he in fact a reverend? And they said, well, yes. We said, well, then why can't we just say what was historically true? And they said, well, because that's religion, you can't have religion in schools, even though it was true. And this is the kind of nonsense battles that we deal with, right? When we have schools that don't even know which bathroom – a boy or girl should use, right? Do you going to choose whatever gender you want?
0: Don't get whatever. me started about that, Tim. We'll All <laughs> right, I mean this is ridiculous,
1: but this is why education is such a big deal and why we have to get involved. Which, as the guy, which by the way, super excited about the conference coming up. Love the promo code. God bless Texas. That is awesome. Um, but you know it 's interesting that, as we look at the role of government, you know education was never given to the federal government. that was supposed to be something locally controlled right where parents are involved, they know what 's going on, and now we 've taken it and, and really, the federal government right with the Department of Education has come in and they 're trying to do things and and now we have a state that's that 's doing some things and we have some great we have some great members on the State board of Education. There really are some good people there, um, but the, these are the battles we deal with, and so that 's why we are trying to stay involved promoting those religious moral and constitutional values
0: well and what it's my understanding that on of all days september 11th the state board of education is going to be taking public testimony on what they may or may not be doing in regards to social studies, what's going to be taught in classrooms. There's always a tug of war. There's always people on the liberal side that want, you know, less talked about when it comes to religious liberty and some of our historical figures that have been very demonstrative of their faith. They want to take away some of the American foundings. I just, you know— And so I'm going to have to do a whole show on that, if not a little bit more of a segment. But so I'm hearing September 11th is the next week. Come to our website to hear more information. Go to our Facebook page to find out that State Board of Education meeting that's in Austin. Let's wrap up here for just a second. And I don't want you to say too much, Tim, because I want you to save a little bit for the policy conference. So we're going to we're probably going to wrap up just a minute because we just gave you just a little sample of what Tim's going to have to say at the Faith, Family and Freedom Forum. On September 7th and 8th, that's coming up here in Austin. Get your tickets. Use the God Bless Texas promo code. TxValues.org is the website for the policy conference. It's so important, as you know better than most people. Okay, Tim, how important it is to continually work on educating folks about these issues. That's what this policy conference is about that Texas Values is putting on. But this is what you do and Wall Builders does every day in the work that you're engaging. Wrap it up for us about what motivates y'all every day and, and, and for the decades that this organization has been going on to continue to do this valuable work.
1: Absolutely. You know, we we are, are definitely a faith-driven operation, um, and because we know that Jesus said that he is truth, right, and, and that we would know the truth, and the truth would make us free, truth is something that we believe is vitally important, and this is what's under attack in culture. We don't know it's true anymore, and it's what's under attack even in education. We're just not teaching truth anymore, and so this is what our passion is, our fight is. We are fighting for truth because we know that truth is what sets people free.
0: Absolutely. Well, Tim Barton, President and COO of Wall Builders, has been our guest today on the Texas Values Report. Tim, thanks for coming on, and we look forward to seeing you at September 7th at our Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum right here in Austin. Sounds great. All right. Great stuff. Wow. Look, I mean, you know, Tim is a teacher, too. We're talking about education. The, the efforts they're involved in, so much is about teaching. When you talk about educating people about our founders, our history, and so much, You know, I I remember that when I was going through undergrad in law school, I was using their resources. I was watching their videos of wall builders. Um, As a matter of fact, I think there's a poster hanging in our office that I got from when I did a tour there because wall builders has this great facility out in West Texas. I think it's in Weatherford uh, or somewhere around that area where they've got all these historical documents. They've got one of the first Bibles, I think, that was translated into English or that was in the United States. Just a lot of fascinating stuff that they have there. It's like a museum over there. I mean, David Barton, Tim is his son. They, they have really compiled a lot of just fascinating things. And so, you know, but they're putting out all this great information, DVDs. And I'm sure they've got all these podcasts at this point. I went, it was like 10 or 15 years ago when... Um, you know, when, when that was the the normal medium, if you will, is the DVDs and CDs and things of that nature. I used to listen to some of his stuff in my car. I remember one of his books, it's called Original Intent. It's like this four or 500 page book that goes into America's founding and it goes into all these historical court cases and what they mean today and some of our policy issues. And so so David Barton and then obviously Tim now in the role he's in, they're, they travel the country and I think they've got a weekly radio show, if not a daily. They're just... So much to see there. If you go to their website, go to Wall Builder's website, it's kind of interesting, the point he was making with all this talk about building a wall um, as far as for security and immigration as it relates to Texas and Mexico. That's something we hear a lot in Texas, and I'm sure in other parts of the country, particularly here in Texas, that people would maybe confuse or ask questions about their name. And, so, and, and I thought about it, though, 10 or 15 years ago, the curiousness of their name, because you hear a lot of times this phrase of that. Thomas Jefferson said they need to build a wall of separation between church and state. So I always found that interesting that their name and what they believe in is the opposite of that. They don't believe that there's supposed to be this wall of separation. So I was glad to hear Tim explain a little bit of the background, which makes sense with their name. And it's very important, though, to really know what that's all about and what they're about. So go to their website. Go to Wall Builders' website. You can find more about what they're doing. I was looking at the URL a minute ago to make sure I have it right. Yeah, it's very simple, wallbuilders.com. Of course, and another part of that great organization is Rick Green, former Texas State Representative, also a friend of ours, Matt Krause, current State Representative. He will be speaking at the Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum in Austin here for uh, Texas Values. Go to txvalues.org to get your tickets. You know, we mentioned this State Board of Education meeting that's coming up on September 11th of all days. We're going to be getting some more information for you about that because uh, the last time they did this, they reviewed social studies. I felt like I lived over at this building uh, on 17th and 18th Street north of the Capitol. And the media was camped out. CNN was there. Fox News. I was doing all these national interviews. Uh, it, it was it was like a circus. And so I would imagine there's not going to be as much attention and hype on it as it was uh, eight or nine years ago for a variety of reasons. I just haven't been hearing as much about it. But that doesn't mean that there's not something important going on. Sometimes that's when things happen that they shouldn't be happening and w- is when there's not a lot of media attention. Sometimes people get concerned when there's a little bit too media attention— I don't really, I mean, I usually embrace it and it usually means no matter what side you're on, it's hard to get away with stuff. And so you got to really make your point stronger. And so sometimes the left will try to bring a whole bunch of media to these events to try to make our side nervous. I, I embrace it. And I think, you know, that a lot of times can backfire on them. And that's what happened nine or 10 years ago. They trumped up, if you will, or they drew all this attention to these issues. And then when all the cameras were on, they looked bad. Um, their side was trying to really reduce or eliminate teachings about the First Amendment and the Constitution. They took votes against those things. Um, they were trying to take out references to Christmas. That blew up on them. And so, anyway, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And that really is kind of interesting too. If I think back during those times, that was when I was doing some of the first work here for uh, on these issues here in the Austin area, and I was leading an organization an office for an organization here called Liberty Institute and Free Market Foundation, completely different organ, not completely different, but a different organization in name and so on. But the work remains the same. And I was just here to try to, you know, provide help and support and a voice And the thing exploded on us. And there was a woman there that was testifying on these issues. Her name is Donna Campbell. That name may ring a bell because she's now a state senator, and she's been a state senator, I think, for two terms, if not more now. But she started back then as, I mean, she was just really concerned about what's going to be taught in our public school classrooms. She came in and testified. I gave her a little support and, and I believe, recommendations of how to handle it. We did a press conference there at the State Board of Education meeting. She was a part of it. So you never know who those new leaders are going to be, and a lot of times that's where things start. So but look, we're going to talk more about these issues, the Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum, September 7th and 8th, coming up here in Austin. You can go to txvalues.org to get your tickets. Uh, look, I, I think we're we're about sold out, if not already sold out, to the dinner. There's a dinner that's not about officially a part of the program. It's a separate event, but really a part of what we're doing, and it's on that Friday night, the 7th. And I believe it may already be sold out. I mean, that interesting, the, the draw and the excitement for that event. But we still got tickets for the conference. But look, if the dinner's sold out, you got to know that we're going to get close to selling out the event. And so, and look, I don't know, Lieutenant Governor Patrick may drop by. I'll I'll make that suggestion to him. But the Attorney General is going to be there. So are several other elected officials and other national speakers. Tim Barton, as you just heard a little sample of him, he's going to be there. How often do you get to get up close and personal with some of these folks and ask some really interesting questions? It's not going to be an event where there's like 5,000 people there. The room only holds 200. You will be able to be up close and see what's happening and have conversations with these folks and have a chance to for Q&A. So really great opportunity for only $35. And with the God Bless Texas promo code, you get a discount. I believe that's going to include Chick-fil-A for lunch on Saturday, So a really great deal. So go to TXValues.org. You can see how you can get tickets to that. We're really excited about that to bring, like, I don't know, 25, 30 speakers together, people from the national level, the local level, the state level, whether it's religious liberty. You want to talk to one of the lawyers that was a part of the team that just won at the U.S. Supreme Court, the Christian Cake Baker case, the Masterpiece Cake Baker, Jack Phillips, the, one of the members of their legal team is Kelly Fedork. She's going to be there speaking. She was also a part of the legal team that won on this issue out of California where they defeated a law where the government was trying to tell pro-lifers that they had to uh, you know, essentially encourage people to find out where they could get an abortion. That law was struck down, and it was defeated on this issue at the U.S. Supreme Court, one of the lawyers to work on that case is also Kelly Fedork. She's going to be there. You want to talk to the author of the Privacy Act, the woman that had the courage and that successfully passed the Privacy Act two or three times out of the Senate, Senator Lois Kolkhorst, she's going to be there. Speaking of Jack Phillips, okay, this Christian cake baker, what about someone from Texas that had essentially the same thing happen to them, or at least they had pressure on them? Edie DeLorem, in her family in East Texas ran a bake shop, okay? And they didn't end up having to go to court. Thankfully, the government, there was no law in East Texas that could have been used to try to punish them. That's what happened in Colorado with Jack Phillips. There was a state law on these issues that said that if you had views about sexual orientation and gender identity or marriage, and the government said that they felt like it was discriminatory for you to have those views and to run your business based on that, they could punish you. I mean, they're trying to run Jack Phillips out of business. They told him he had to go through all these sensitivity trainings and a whole host of things. Why? Because it was a state law that they passed that required that. There's not a law like that in East Texas or throughout our state. Now, there are some laws like that in Dallas, San Antonio, and Austin. But when there's no law like that, then the government can't have people you know, from um, whatever side use it to punish people. But Edie DeLorem, even though there wasn't a law, that could have been used as a weapon against her because of her faith beliefs on marriage, other people still attacked her just because they found out that when it comes to the type of cakes that she bakes, she uses issues of conscience. And it's not just the marriage issue. There are a whole host of cakes that she feels like are improper and she doesn't want her business being used that way that she doesn't bake. I think whether it relates to Halloween issues of that she feels like I think that relate to alcohol and things of that nature that she just doesn't feel like she wants to design and, and be a part of what she does. So people found out about this, about her, and they threatened to burn her shop down. They told her they were going to use a broken bottle and do things to her son that are hard for me to describe on the radio show. But you can imagine what that was all about. I mean, these kind of vicious, vile attacks— are uncalled for, they're wrong. Okay, But Edie DeLorme is going to talk more about that because that's the type of pressure and that's the type of attacks that she faced and she talked to the Texas Senate committee about. She's going to be there at our Faith Family and Freedom Forum on September 7th and 8th. You can get your uh, tickets at txvalues.org today. And so, I I mean, I can't even lay out all that's going to be talked about. There's going to be so much ground covered. And look, with uh, the legislative session coming up with kids going back to school, it's important information. We're going to talk about the sex education issue. Okay, a lot of parents are getting concerned about this. Parents that may not even be Christians, okay? It doesn't you know or or conservative. I mean, there are you know people on all sides or ends of the spectrum where they just want the public schools to tell them what they're teaching their kids before their kids go to class. They want to be told ahead of time. They care about the parental rights, even though they may have different political views, even though they may have faith views. Those are good connection points or places where we've got common ground. Anyway, we're about to run out of time. Go to txvalues.org to find out more about what we're doing. Get tickets for the policy conference on September 7th and 8th, and stay engaged in what we're doing. And look, if you can make a tax-deductible donation today, we need your support every month, every week, to do the nonprofit work that we do at Texas Values. And we'll be back next week on the Texas Values Report.